friends and kids, this is your old Uncle David, and it's time for the Whisperin' Squash Show! Hooray for the squash! Yes, sirree, the old Whisperin' Squash Show brought to you again by organic food. Remember, if you're gonna eat it, eat it raw. Story. Well, let's see. What about the maiden and the mouse? Hey, Pick a method of transportation, Uncle David. Well, now, what about a dugout? It's too primitive. Too slow. Too deep. Well, all right. Um, what about an atom sled? Too fast. Too corny. Too square. Well, what about the silver gray angel of Los Angeles? Okay, kids, climb up in the balloon now. Okay. Pick up your oars. Oh, oh. Don't forget to feather them at every stroke. Look at the wine dark air. Well, gee, Uncle David, which way are we going? Are we going east? West? North? South? Southwest? No, no, no. There's two more directions. Uh, China's in the way of one of them. But the other way is clear sailing straight up to Mars. Hooray! Why, where? To be in time for the big balloon rabbit roundup. And to visit the city of the future. We are flying toward a big American city in the year 2000 AD. The wings of our Zeppelin tilt and below we see green squares and circles and triangles that look like parks. Look at those narks. Golden threads of roads tie the patches of green together. In the distance, pink and white and yellow skyscrapers sparkle. The air looks as if someone had washed it. Where's the soap? Where is the smoke? We ask our guide, Mr. Fuller, and Mr. Fuller laughs. Ah, uh, ah, uh, there isn't any smoke to speak of. Cities got rid of smoke years ago. Few people burn coal for heat anymore. Coal is used for other purposes. Our zeppelin lands smoothly on an enormous landing field. We'll drive downtown. We could take a helicopter, but you'll see more by road. Now, this road over here, this pink one, that's an expressway. When we started to make our cities more comfortable to live in, we built expressways all through it. On the expressways, you can go quickly from the edge of the city to the center, or from one side to the other. And since one expressway never runs directly into another one, we have few traffic accidents. Gee, what a lot of narcs! Well, we do have a lot of uh, parks, but... Those aren't parks. Those are neighborhoods. Look, you can see the houses. Hey, what is a neighborhood? It's a group of about 2,000 poor people. These people have their own grade school, churches, all-night drug abusement center, and play fields. Several neighborhoods go together as a clang or community. The community has a high school, a community center, a hospital, and a health bund. Well, I'm glad I asked. Listen, where's the free clinic? Well, you may ask, but we took that away with the old gridiron streets. You see, those lead to dead end and weird children. Now the children can ride themselves safely on neighborhood streets. 
Now, as we approach the business district, you'll notice those tall apartment buildings over there. Now, 50 years ago, this was one of the worst slums in the United States. 7,000 people that were falling down were crowded into old houses. Now, 24,000 people live there comfortably. The extra space comes from turning the old streets upside down into parks and laying the tall apartment buildings on their sides. Look out for that roba! Oh, where are the whorehouses? Well, many of the warehouses live here along the river. City factories aren't allowed to be smoky and noisy, so the warehouses are out in the country. As we drive slowly through the streets of the Garden City, we wish we could stay in the year 2000 AD, but Mr. Fuller says we must come back. Yeah, come back. Now you've seen how cities can look and will look. Yeah, that's very interesting. I'm yes, David. America is a land of towns and cities. We should make it a land of beautiful towns and cities. These should be good places for people to play and to live and to work. Why is he changing work, his voice? work, work. My name is Zach. I am a clear-cut, high-laid logger. I was born in Astoria, Oregon, 54 years ago. My father was a logger. I was took from the hospital to a logging camp to live. The forests are my life. I've clear-cut to the edge of a river, destroying priceless streams. Found lakes within our cutting lines and left them ugly holes. I've seen the eagle tree come crashing down, nest, eggs, and all. I've seen the eagle tree left standing all alone. The eagles left. It died. I helped log thousands of clear cuts, saw the animals fleeing come under murderous crossfire from hunters on the networks of roads. Detach yourself from this earth and look down. Gentlemen, this is all there is. There is no more, and time is running out. Back in the 1600s, America was no place for lazy people. There were trees to be cut down, animals to be hunted for food, fields to be plowed and planted. Houses to be built, clothes and furniture to be made. It is easy to see why the pilgrims believed in work, but the pilgrims did more than work hard. They also invented machines. All over the world, the word Yankee came to mean a man who used his head to save his heels. What the Yankees didn't invent themselves, they brought from abroad. And such inventions as the lighter-than-air locomotive... The Chinese coolie. My name is General Smedley Butler, former commandant of the United Snakes Marine Corps. I spent 33 years and four months in active military service as a member of our country's most agile and erect military force, oh, God bless you. the Marine Corps. I served in all commissioned ranks from a second lieutenant to major general in during my period, I spent most of my time being a high-class musician, uh, muscle man for big business, for Wall Street, and for the bankers. In short, I was a racketeer, a gangster for capitalism. I helped make Mexico safe for American oil interests in 1914. I was there. I helped make Haiti and Cuba a decent place for the National that? City Bank boys to collect revenues in. I helped in the raping of half a dozen Central American republics I was there. for the benefits of Wall Street. 
I helped purify Nicaragua for the International Get Banking the House of Brown there. Brothers in 1909-1912. We I brought food. light to the Dominican Republic for American sugar interests in 1916. In China, I helped to see to it that Standard Oil went its way unmolested. Dear Yank, who may I ask got the conniption fit not long ago and started the brilliant idea of cloth belts for 50 caliber machine gun bullets? There's nothing like the metal links, and we want them back. The shells won't even stay in the cloth belt when it is being handled. We won't even try to mention the mess when you try firing them. We are still getting by, however, as we can throw the shells rather accurately now, as we have practiced up on it. But we are starting to have dizzy dean trouble with our arms from it. We'd much rather use the guns for firing the bullets, as I'm sure they were built for that purpose. Private Leonard Johnson, Germany. After the security of childhood and during the insecurity of second childhood, we find a bunch of good Joes and we call sailors. They come in assorted sizes, weights, and states of sobriety. They can be found anywhere, on ships, in bars, on leaves, in love, and always in debt. Girls love them, towns tolerate them, and the United States supports them. A sailor's laziness is with a deck of cards, bravery with a gun, and the protection of the seas with a copy of Playboy. He has the energy of a turtle, the slyness of a box, the range of an idiot, the stories of a sea captain, the sincerity of a liar, the appetite of an elephant, the expectation of a Casanova, and when he wants something, it's usually a weekend pass. Right, boys? <laughs> Some of his likes are women. Girls, yep. females, yep. dames, yep. and the opposite sex. Hubba, hubba. He dislikes answering letters, wearing his uniform, <laughs> chow, superior officers, and getting up on time. Nobody else crams into one pocket letters, a black book, a playboy calendar, a deck of cards, a beer opener, or what's left of last month's pay. He spends most of his money on girls, some of it on horses, and the rest he spends foolishly. A sailor is a magical creature. You can lock him out of your home, I think I but will. not out of your heart. You can get him off your mailing list, but not out of your mind. Might as well give up, Joe. Rich. He is Whoa, your long Rich. away Joe. from a home a lover. And your one and only bleary-eyed, a good-for-nothing bundle of worry. But all of your shattered dreams seems insignificant when your sailor ducks and looks at you bleary-eyed and a bloodshot and says, uh, You under arrest, Joe! Hey.